0: Well, hello. Welcome back, everybody, to another good, fun, fine episode of Texas Borderline Trash, baby. How's everybody doing? I'm your host with the most, the sauce with the sauce, the guy with the lisp who talks like this. I'm your host, Uncle Boo, baby. It's the most recognizable voice in podcast land today. hmm we're going to tear it up from the floats up, baby. Going to get funky like a monkey on some collard greens. You know what I mean, sisters? <coughs> Hope everybody's having a fine work week and is getting through everything great. And, uh, man, just seeing on the news, everything's just fucking going crazy in the world. I mean, in Australia, they're pretty much on a full lockdown. You can't go outside or do anything anything, and then Canada's pushing, well, that's fine, you don't want to get the vaccine, but you're not going to get around all these other people who do have the shot and get them sick. Well, let's see, jackass, isn't that the point of getting the shot? I'm just asking, hmm, anyways, I'm not going to get too political today because there is one thing, uh, before I get into stupid news I want to talk about, but. Right now, welcome to the show. (coughs) I am your host with the most, baby. This is Uncle Boo coming at you live, juking and jiving, baby, all night long. It's sweet, Dr. Love in here. But I hope we're going to have a good show. Great time today. It's Friday. You made it through that motherfucking work week, baby. How sweet it is. Well, hope, like I said, hope everybody's been having a great week and everything's uh, fine and dandy with your life It's uh fine over here kids are kids are doing all right jackson got sent home with a stomach bug but i might have to go get a covid test and get him tested because he uh he has a uh, symptoms of covid so i don't understand all that crap either man it's just it's just crazy I wish everything could go back to the normal. Well, down here in Texas, it pretty much is. We're all not on lockdown. Pretty much uh, every business uh, leaves it up to you. If you want to wear your mask, wear it. So, other than that, I mean, and our numbers really aren't that bad. I mean, I got kids in school, and they uh, every time COVID is in the school system, the ISD, I get a call and they say someone from this school in your district has came has been positive for COVID, but I haven't got them calls in a while, so our numbers ain't climbing too bad around here. So don't believe so much of the hype. But yeah, but one thing, like I said, I want to say thank you to everybody out there who keeps downloading and keeps listening. Thank you so much. Now it's scary season, it's goobly gobbly time, and I hope everybody's ready. I got a good story from Minerwells today. I got some uh, Baker stuff to talk about for the next week's episode, so chime in, man. You can't hear it till next week, though. Little treat, treat, treat. But before we get into all that, like I said, thank you to everybody. Australia, can especially Canada, too. They're downloading like crazy. So, thanks to everybody out there. We're, I think we're like, like I said, 15 countries. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Little old me here, Menor Wells, is being heard around the world, baby. But don't forget, uh, you got a voice just like I do, guys. We got to stick together and uh, keep our freedoms wherever you're living. All right. Yeah, like I said, the one thing I do want to talk about is. Um, just straight up fucking bullying, man, why I mean, I don't get it. you know we've had two incidences, two incidences uh here in um my area where I live of bullying and bad things have resulted from it. It probably made national news, uh, but in Arlington, there was a school shooting, and it boiled down to that morning, the kid was getting beat up and bullied, so he came back with a gun to kill him. I mean, and the mother has said she's went to the school numerous times and nothing has ever gotten done. This is what I mean. The school systems are failing because we tell them stuff is happening and they don't do anything about it. And then they try to go back and cover themselves up. Just like in, I live in Mineral Wells, a town south of us had an incident for uh, high school boys. (coughs) I can't, I ain't going to say names or anything. I'm just going to say the town and that's it. But there was uh, some boys and they were having a sleepover, little party. I don't know, but this guy that, he's a normal kid. He's just a little deaf. He can't hear that well and they proceeded to fuck with him and when he started sticking up for himself they all jumped him and beat his ass and the main guy he got arrested today but he got out on bail because bail was only $2,500 uh, you know and this is a little little town that's nothing but uh, cattle farmers and uh, horse people so there's a lot of money in that town and people are just trying to look a blind eye to it but people are protesting about it and trying to stand up and get justice, justice for the kid Because these guys are, nothing's happening. (coughs) Like I said, that one guy got arrested, got out on bail. And he uh, gets to play football tomorrow night. Both them boys do. I mean, the other two don't play football, but the uh, two of the main ones did. And it's just bullshit. You know, it's playing out fucking bullshit. You know what a bully is? A bully is someone who goes out and preys and on the weak because they know they can win. Think about it. You don't ever see a big old bully pick on someone his own fucking size. It's always somebody smaller. So just think about that, you big fucking bullies. I can't stand that shit. It really pisses me off and it really upsets me because they fucked this boy up. I mean, this poor kid is fucking jacked up, has random fucking nosebleeds, man, because they beat him so bad. And it's fucking bullshit, you know? I would be ashamed if I went to school. I'd be ashamed to even say I was anything a part of that school. And I'm not going to. I used to have high regard for that school and held it up pretty good. Thinking they kept uh, bullying away, but they don't. And it, and it's not the problem just in this area of schools. It's everywhere. And it's got to fucking stop. How many more kids are going to have to die because fucking people won't quit picking and bullying? That's what I don't get. You want to get in your little cliques and run around and be like, oh, look at me. Let's be friends with this guy and then let's shit all over him and be a dickhead. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, fucking little rich pricks. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just really pisses me off, you know. Because back when I was growing up in the ki- as a kid, we had parties or something, uh, and booze was involved. We didn't, we fucked with each other and did jokes. We didn't fucking slap each other in the face. And, you know, we might write something on your face. That's totally acceptable. But we would never do anything physically harm to you, you know. But fucking now... These little bastards wanna hey let's fuck with him when he's asleep or let's fuck with him when he's drunk or yeah that's so cool yeah you're fucking cool dipshits bullies all they need to be done is just take them behind the barn and beating the shit out of them. let them know how it feels I mean it just irritates me I grew up I guess with uh, good parents raising me uh, that uh, if you get a problem with somebody You and that person take care of it, or you and that man take care of it, man-to-man if it has to come down to it, and you fight it out. You don't fucking wait till, you know, a party and get them fucked up, and then wait till they're asleep and start fucking with them. Yeah, that's real manly, you know, you fucking idiot. But I guarantee you, if the shoe was on the other foot, and the people that were being picked, that was doing the picking, the bullies... If they was to get jumped and beat up, oh, my God. Oh, shit. Just because their parents have money and their teachers, they think they can get away with fucking anything. And it's bullshit. You know, bullying fucking sucks, people. We got to make it stop. We got to stop it somehow. It's... It's just gone too far and it's fucking... How many more kids are we going to have to watch getting fucked up? How many kids are we going to have to watch getting die or suffer through depression because people are fucking dickheads? I mean, does it really make you feel that fucking good to put somebody down or physically hurt somebody or kill them? It makes you so macho. makes you a fucking idiot psycho is what it makes you, you dipshit. Ah. Uh. It fucking really irritates me. So, okay. Let me get a little drink of water here. And uh, put these uh, flames out. I got a little heated there. (laughs) I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. It just really fucking irritates me. Really, really does. Well, I guess we would get on with some stupid news. Okay. Let me turn that down just a tad. My horns are so loud. Okay, you little chunk biters. Our first story comes to us from North Dakota. A man in North Dakota uh, works in a uh, well, he don't they didn't say exactly what he does. They just said he has a traveling job, which means he'll be gone for a month or two, come home for a week or two. Then he's back, you know, being gone. Well, he did his last trip out and came in, and he was gone for a couple of weeks. When he came back, he uh, noticed something weird about his truck. Well, he went to look, and um, some damn uh, uh, squirrels were going in there. And sticking acorns all in his Chevy avalanche. He opened up the hood. There was a Chevy. I mean the engine part was full. The bed was uh, you know had some all in it. They had them motherfuckers stored everywhere they could. Except for the inside. But yeah they had 42 gallons when he got them all gathered up and cleaned up. That's fucking crazy. That squirrels could collect that much. He had uh, four of these uh, 10 gallon buckets Full of the brim. I mean, they was just overflowing with juices. Not juices, <laughs> uh, really, just acorns. <laughs> and then I uh, listen to this shit. Now that's just fucking funny. <laughs> A man in Turkey goes hiking while drinking. When while he was drinking, him and his buddy, you know, was you know, went hiking. They was drinking. Well, he went off to the rot to the ride or something and kept wandering off mumbling and his buddy i guess just left him and went back well apparently this guy's wife was like well where's my husband and he told she told or he told her what happened she called the cops and i think they said that the next morning he was he woke up or something and was walking through the woods you know to go to find help to try to to try to find help and uh, he found the search party that was searching for him. Well, he didn't know what was really going on. He was just like, "Hey, what's going on?" And they told him. He said, "Oh heck, I'll help." Well, he was helping them. And then when they started screaming the name, he's like, "Wait a minute!" And it was fucking him. Yes, it was that guy they was looking for. And he couldn't he couldn't lie anymore. It got to be about ten minutes of them screaming for this guy that's helping with the search party. They just woke up because he was fucking hungover now because he got drunk and went hiking. Wow. That's fucking crazy, isn't it? Imagine that shit. I mean, number one, why would you want to go hiking while you're drinking? Hell no. I'd want to go hiking, then come back home, take a nice bath, and pop open some nice cold beers on the back porch. Roll up a doobie for this pimp daddy, baby. Mm, that would be a finishing of a night. Not that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird, strange people out there. But I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> they started screaming his name and he was like, Oh, shit. Should I say something? Or should I wait? All right. Number, t- number three. A, Californ- a California man is suing a... Uh, psychic for uh, saying she could make his curse go away from his ex-wife and it never happened so he got all mad and was like well fine I'm going to sue you then so he's suing her for 6500 bucks yeah it's freaking crazy I tells you <coughs> I mean number one <clears throat> I do believe in the curses and all that stuff. I believe that kind of stuff is real witchcraft and all that, but not just any flyby buttholes gonna be you know a psychic and can do that I mean it'd be hard for me to let go for that kind of money or something but I mean i don't I'm not saying it's not all real not all fake and not every one of these psychics are fake. I know there's some real ones out there. But it would be really hard for me to trust somebody to get a curse off of somebody. What the, I mean, what the fuck? <sighs> this one's funny, too. A Florida trooper was in a big uh, car chase the other day. It was involving him and an elderly man in a scooter. Well, what had happened was this guy, I guess, was going to her from the store. And he was drinking while he was on the scooter. And I guess he had flashbacks of when he was uh, driving a real car all the time. He was on the fucking interstate. Yeah. There's cops in the... Because, uh, you know, there's uh, it was the four lanes. He was in the far lane with the flashers on going slow. And this guy's just nailing that little scooter. And it's just putting along. It was funny as shit. Yeah. And the cop was like, well, I well didn't want to chase him and cause a scene. I mean, if I just stayed back like this, he was perfectly fine and they finally got him to stop or the battery ran out or ran out or something. But yeah, they finally got the old man and nobody got hurt. He didn't get hurt or nothing. So everybody had a good chuckle. It was funny. That would be funny as fuck though. I seen the video, people were going to work or coming home from work and seen it. They were like, Holy shit, look at that. Holy Toledo, it's botman. Okay, now everybody's not going to believe me on this, but it's fucking real. Okay, yeah, I got it on the internet. But it seemed real, but you're going to laugh your ass off. A man dressed up as a ninja was attacking people at its uh, California airport. And I guess they, are, they have their own SWAT teams or whatever at these... Uh, airports well these guys were marines in training so they thought well hell we'll just send these guys to go take care of the problem oh my god that little sort of fucking ninja this guy dressed up like a ninja kicked their asses all of them and still got away that's what made me laugh oh it made me laugh my ass off cuz not only did they get their ass kicked? A goddamn... Ninja did it. I mean, it was fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. All right. That part of the show was brought to us by Security Finance, guys. Y'all need a loan or something? Go down to the Brazzer Shopping Mall out right there, and then that strips a place called Security Finance. Tell them Borderline Texas Trash 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 sent, sent you. And, uh, Uncle Booth said, uh, talk to Carrie, or Stephen Booth. Wink, wink, my real name. But security finance, guys, go there for your loans or your taxes, baby. Here in Amander Wells, Texas, in the Brazos Shopping Mall. Okay. Well, I got one more category to do, and then we're gonna, uh, going to, uh, Read the scary stories. (laughs) I hope I don't scare you today. Well, I'm really recording this at night, so... I hope I don't scare you tonight. Because that's just the way it is. Okay, here are 10 best costumes. Okay. We're going to start from 10 to 1, baby. All right, number ten, Wonder Woman. Number nine, the skeleton gardener dress. Number eight, the nerds box. You remember that candy? It's made. It's a costume made for two because there was always two flavors in there. Them things were pretty good. Man was they loaded with sugar though. Wow. And then a uh, World War Two sailor uh Jack Skeleton from uh what is that A Nightmare Before Christmas and then uh Winfred Sender- Sanderson from uh the witch one the witch movie and then the uh, T-Rex costume and of course we cannot could not forget about the Michael Myers mask uh killer clowns male or female and Pennywise has been pretty popular here lately when you say there old chaps. <laughs> it's so confusing. Well, I guess we will start our little uh, ghost story. All right. This little ghost story today will be about the whispering cottage in Minerwells, Texas, so I hope you don't get too scared, or too wimpy, or chicken, to listen, but this is a very, very scary story, so, get the blanket, get you a nice cup of coffee, put the headphones in, and let's begin the scary fun. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be amazing. Okay. Okay, now this is uh, a story about the house. It's not really about the... uh, I guess you could say... It's not really about so much of the history, but it's about some of the stories. And it's uh, stories I'm reading, or stories that people have written about the place, and it's their experiences. So that's what I was trying to say. Okay. The Whispering College is a, or cottage, is a beautiful two story home located in Mineral Wells, Texas. We rented the entire house for a private event to host a uh, friend's birthday. You know, something out of the norm for a birthday. We arrived at the house around 6.30 p.m. And we were greeted by Mike and Julie. The investigators for the evening, they were both very nice and information and, inform- blah, 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 and informative about the pro or informative about the property we were taken on a tour of the house and given a little history of the location there have been at least three deaths on the property one suicide one murder and one was an accidental death from a fall down the uh, staircase or stand down the stairs we were not given any names of the spirits in the house because the investigators did not want to plant anything in our heads and wanted to see if we could get the evidence on our own. After, uh, after receiving a one-on-one lesson on how the equipment worked, and we set out for the in- to investigate. Little did we know there was already activity occurring upstairs that was caught on one of the many uh, IR cameras that are le- located throughout the house. <clears throat> and the cameras uh, caught several orbs in the bedroom just floating through the air. One one came straight out of the wall. Yeah. See, this place has... a, uh, uh, cameras in it 24-7 going to catch stuff, and they catch stuff all the time. I'm sorry, man. My mouth is really dry tonight. I'm parched. I'm just, oh, so exhausted, scared, all in one. Jesus, I'm so scared. Okay. Where did we go? After receiving 101, okay. I'm right here. Okay, I decided to use the Ovulus to communicate with the spirits, and I was not disappointed. I received several responses to uh, questions asked, and even said my name. I sat in the uh, occult room for a while. The ovulus was very active in there. My boyfriend laid laid his hand on the Ouija table, and the, and when he did that, the ovulus said said three words: person, creek, trip. So it said person, or yeah, person, creek, and trip. Which which immediately gave me the chills, because my boyfriend, whose hand was on the was on that table, has bro- has a broken back at the uh, movement because he tripped and fell into a creek. Holy smacks, that's crazy. So it said, "Person creaking, trip." They knew this motherfucker tripped. What a trip. No, we did not. Ugh, no, we did not mess with the Ouija board at all. Shortly after that, my boyfriend went into the uh, closet where the door has been known to open on its own. When he <coughs> opened the uh, closet door to come out, the ovulus said, "Closet, well, it knows its furniture." I went upstairs to. An EVP session with a couple of the girls while we were up there. I saw an unexplained light. Shortly after that, I had this overwhelming sensation that I could only explain as feeling like... Excuse me. Like being wrapped in energy. I had goosebumps up both arms and and it lasted for several minutes. We received the name rose over the ovulus more than once and the investigator said that that is a name that they have heard there before we also received the name rose through through the spirit box <coughs> she's an active little shit I'll tell you that ok <coughs> This was an overnight investigation and several of us slept upstairs. All of the bedroom all of the bedrooms upstairs are connected and can be accessed without going out into a hallway. We had several people sleeping on air mattresses during the night and I heard footsteps walking around. I assumed someone had gotten up and gone to the bathroom. I sat up and looked and I could not see that I could see that everyone was accounted for and uh, on my side the next morning my friend said they slept on the other side of the bedroom said her and a couple of the others heard footsteps and she asked me if anyone had been getting up and walking around last night the investigators told us earlier That the people have reported hearing footsteps and we were deaf and we definitely did. And we were getting ready to when and when we were getting ready to leave the next morning, I was packing up something and getting ready to walk out the front door when I heard my name called naturally. I thought it was someone here in the in the living. So I turned around to my friend and said, yeah, she looked at me and said, uh, what? Uh, no one uh, called my name. She uh, flipped out. So, not flipped out, but it's like, wow. That's one story of this crazy place. This is uh, another investigation from another couple. From another brother's mother. Uh I can't help it. I got cotton mouth tonight. (laughs) You know what that means. I don't know what you're talking about. I played the fifth and the fourth and the seventh and the eighth. All right. Like I said, this is another story about somebody's experience. Okay. The Whispering College is a truly amazing experience. So it's important you see the uh, episode and especially go to the location yourself to experience what is there. From San Antonio, it was a four-hour drive, so I couldn't wait to arrive in Mineral Wells and just begin our investigation. <coughs> I rarely stray away from San Antonio and Austin, so it was a nice treat to see the uh, beautiful see the beauty of texas as we got to this haunted location excuse me when we arrived in mineral wells and parked next to the house we were greeted with open arms and shown around and told the history of the house overall a little girl attempted to create a uh, ouija board and brought something she did not have uh, She should not have to to the house. So she brought in a spirit fucking with the Ouija board. Lesson right there, guys. Do not, I repeat, do not fuck with Ouija boards. They're bad mojo. I was lucky. I've only messed with with one three times in my life. So I will never, ever do it again okay where was we to create a reggie board and of course she brought something bad into the house after that a lot of things happened in the house and a lot of a uh, lot of the residents that tried staying in the house couldn't do it alice resides on the second floor of the cottage and she is a red and she has a red ball by her side. There is some of a there is some form of of a spirit that resides within her that just wants to be at peace. During an EVP session with my Ghost Box, we call to Alice and we hear someone say, Okay, now get this because I read that same story for our Ghost Stories podcast, me and Lexi does. And it's fucking made me laugh in the middle of the podcast. I almost had to stop recording because I was sitting here reading and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but I've never heard a ghost say this. So anyways, they're recording and when they're, they're trying to get a hold of Alice, they hear something say, fuck you. And then that was followed by Jeremy telling me if, uh, asking me if I heard it. And then right after that, another uh, say, another voice saying, yeah. So... They're trying to look for this Alice chick and they hear a fuck you and then yeah. Oh my god I about lost it. That's, could you fucking imagine? That would be so fucking funny. Oh Jesus Christ just fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I would have laughed. Oh I would have laughed. After asking if Alice was here with us we hear her name twice by different voices very exciting and just a wonderful feeling to capture such strong evidence on camera. As we continued, continued the session upstairs and Jeremiah kept provoking the entity in the next room of Alice the doll, I began to sweat large amounts of oil, which I normally do not do. It was very strange because I was even hot. Hot for the ghost. Because it touched my buttocks. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I I wasn't even hot, but I was sweating profusely. I did, however, feel very sick. Like I ate something bad. Once we all decided to take a break and went outside, I felt better and stopped sweating. After our break, we went back inside to the... uh, A courtroom. See, right there's your problem. You're doing shit in a courtroom. And that's where we uh, decided to use the room with the mirrors facing each other in complete darkness. (coughs) Sorry about that. Just getting my notes ready. Because I'm a note guy. As much as I hate to admit it, I could not do the isolated room with mirrors facing each other very long. During our talk on who is going to go first, we used the uh, ovulus just to see what these spirits had to say. The main thing said was orgle, and feeling as we discussed how often we were about being uh, there alone. The the excuse me, the way to use the room is to sit down in the middle and have a small candle between your feet, and the emulation from the uh, candle will light up and only will light up only your face. After you have everything set up, you begin to stare directly into your eyes, and you soon begin to use unique things. In Jeremiah's interview, he explains how distraught his face got and how he saw other people in places of his body. And it was a complete peaceful experience. As for me, when I as for me, when those doors closed, I saw my mouth grin and I felt hands appear all over me as if I was going To be grabbed from every angle and I could not handle it. I needed to get out of that room now. Now, get me out of this room, guys. That would be fucking creepy. So, you go in this room, you sit down, you put the candle between your legs and you look in the mirror. And she's seen it, her fucking reflection grin. Yeah. Overall, the experience at the Whispering Cottage was amazing, and I would love to go back because it didn't believe I did not believe only one night that we could can't, that we can that we can cover everything that is there. Investigations take time, and I'd love to undercover the spirits of the house. I still need even more evidence. This is making me oh, this is beginning to make me think that I'm addicted to this. My uh, curse is only my own. Well, that was this woman's experience. So, yes, that is called the Whispering Cottage here in Minerwells. Check it out. See, the story of that is, like they said, people bought it, try to use it as a rent house and that just wasn't fucking jiving with the ghost. So... They kept having residents moving out, breaking their lease. So, they were like, you know what? Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm -hmm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Oh, yeah. Well, well. Well, I got one more thing to cover tonight. And we'll wrap this motherfucker up, ladies and gents. (sighs) Here are the 10 (coughs) best uh, haunted houses from this poll in America. And Texas does not have one in it, which is bullshit. There's some good ones here, too. But here we go. Number 10, Terror on the Coast. This one is engulfed. Port Golfport, Mississippi. And number nine is Fright Kingdom. Nashaw, New Hampshire. Chamber of Terror, Tampa Bay, Florida. Or Tampa, Florida, Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa, Florida. And then number seven, the evil intentions. The Evil Intentions Oh, The Evil Intentions is in Elegant, Illinois. Number six is The Reaper's Revenge in Hollow ho- Flat hmm, Can't make out the last part. Can't even read my own goddamn handwriting. Number five is All Hallows Eve, Terror Town, Williamsburg, Ohio. The Ominous suit It's in uh, Plant City, Florida. Then we have the Neither World Haunted House in Georgia. Then we have the Nightmare House in New Orleans, baby. And then we have the Legend of Fear in Shelton, Georgia. No, I'm sorry. That's Connecticut. Sorry. Shelton, Connecticut. (sighs) All right. Go check them out if you have time. I know I probably never will because I don't go anywhere. But I will check the haunted houses here around Mineral Wells. They will be good. I think we've got up to back up to having some again now. We've got more than one. I think we got up to three now. <laughs> so we're doing good in that part of the woods. <laughs> well, guys, I'm not going to bitch too much on politics, but it is it is funny. Oh God, them. uh, Let's go, braid and chance or fucking. Cal- oh God, it's hilarious. Motherfuckers are really saying "fuck you, Biden." Yeah, but you know he was so popular. Wow. I wish I was so popular; people yelled "fuck you" to me. <laughs> Anyways, I'm not gonna bitch about politics. I'm just. Really upset about the bullying thing, guys. But I'm serious. We need to put a stop to it. (laughs) If your kid's being a fucking bully, be a parent and bust his ass. You know? I tell my kids all the time, if I ever catch them bullying somebody, I'm going to beat their ass so bad. You don't do that shit. You know? Fucking people don't realize sometimes that, you know, one day we got to answer for all the bullshit we do in life. You know? And believe me, I got enough on my own fucking platter. You know, so maybe if I didn't do so much bullshit when I was younger, you know, that's what I just hope happens. Some of these kids pull their head out of their ass and just quit being a shithead. Quit being a bully because it don't accomplish a fucking thing. It makes you look like a jerk. Oh, well, look, you can beat up this little guy. Or, oh, look, it takes four of y'all to beat him up, but we can get away with it because our mom's a teacher and we have money. Fucking, it pisses me off and irritates me, you know. But that's how it is in them little, some of them little towns and little cliques. You know, if you're in the clique, man, you're in the clique. Well, that's pretty much any school. If you're in the clique, man, that shit's got to stop. God, it's got to stop. I just wish it would. Too many kids getting hurt and all that. You know, for nothing. All because other kids are dicks. But yeah, y'all go check it out. Uh, It made the NBC News, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Check it out. It's uh, the Millsap. I don't know what you call it. I don't know. But anyways, uh, tomorrow I think they're going to go to Eastland and protest because the guys are getting to play football, and then when they have their home game, there's going to be a big protest. So, yeah, I think the kids, here's what pisses me off is the kid got arrested, got out on bail, and he's still going to be able to play. I'm sorry. Why should this kid be able to play when he gets arrested? Huh, pretty fucking ironic, you think? It's ridiculous man we need to wake up and quit being dicks to each other but i'm off my uh soapbox there but you guys be good be real and this is uncle boo baby You most recognizable voice and podcast in the day baby this has been borderline trash remember guys <coughs> go check us out everywhere we're on Stitcher, spotify iHeart, Pandora, I got the YouTube channel going. Go check that out, guys. I need to start doing some more videos, and that's where I do a lot of my videos and put on there. So go check that out. Subscribe to it. Guys, subscribe everywhere. Everywhere you see a like button, hit it. Every time you download something, download it. So check our Facebook page out uh, Borderline Texas Trash, Instagram, Borderline Texas 69. So, yeah. It'll be great. It'll be fun. But you guys be good, be real. This has been Borderline Texas Trash. Uncle Boo here to you, trying to bring you the truth, baby. But we will holler at you later. Be good. Have a great weekend. Be safe, too. Bye.